Hello there, and welcome to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Brown, and our mission here at BU is to help the world become a happier place, one person at a time. Now, it's part three in our Changes series, so let's get straight to it. In part two, we talked about the question of how can we handle change. In part one, we talked about the fact that change happens in our lives in all different areas, and we just explored that. Today, I want to talk about a few tips if you find yourself going through change. So these are a few things that I found have helped me and I'm passing them on, hoping that they help you too. Number one, roll with it. Now, what, what do I mean by this? I imagine, imagine a surfer in the ocean. The surfer's job is to roll with the motion of the ocean, knowing and understanding that the motion of the ocean cannot be predicted. So at any moment, the way that the ocean is moving can be completely different to a moment before. So the surfer's job is to roll with that and to surf that and to and to maintain composure of themselves whilst in the midst of that chaos. And that's what I mean with roll with it. Like change is going to happen. Change is going to come. Rather than being washed out by it, finding a way to roll with it is going to help us. Why? Because it allows us then to be far more responsive rather than falling into a place where we are overly reactive they're making decisions and choices that we regret. So being able to roll with it is something that's definitely worth exploring. And think about how best can I roll with the changes that I find occurring in my life. So that's one tip that I found. Another tip, honor your feelings. And so sometimes when change comes, it can trigger feelings um, that we didn't expect or feelings that are quite intense and quite strong. We live in a society where we're starting to wake up to the power and impact of honoring our feelings. It's so massively important to to honor how you feel and allow how you feel to have the airtime that it needs. Because if we don't, what we end up doing then is suppressing how we feel. And then those feelings start to manifest themselves in weird, funky ways. And we're wondering why we're all over the place. And part of the reason why we're all over the place is because we've not allowed our feelings to flow. I think of feelings a little bit like, imagine a, a house with an open door. So we allow the feelings are now the guest, the house guest. We allow the feelings to, we allow them in. We welcome them knowing that they're going to stay as long as they need to, to feel welcome and to be heard. And once they have felt welcome and heard, they will move on. And so feelings are there to be felt. Otherwise, why would we have feelings in the first place? They do serve a purpose. And so trying to suppress them or change them or, you know, judge ourselves for them, is not allowing that clean process to take place. So honoring your feelings when you're going through change is massively important because it's going to allow you to see things that we may not see if we're clouded so much by, you know, all the things that we can do to distract ourselves from our feelings or to numb ourselves to our feelings or to run away from our feelings. And so allowing our feelings to be there and finding a healthy way to process those feelings, whatever that is for you, is massively important for me personally. Allowing my feelings to flow is important. And then sometimes if I feel like I still need to, I might write, I might journal, I might go for a walk and just in that space, just allow those feelings to run, run their course. There's different ways and different and different things we can do. Find a way that's healthy for you to honor your feelings whilst going through change because not all change is easy. Another thing that we can do whilst going through change, and this has helped me, and this is one helped me massively actually, is to ask myself a simple question. 
do I need help with this? Or could someone help me with this? And the reason that this worked massively for me is because in the past, I was someone who had this weird warped idea that I had to do everything on my own. And it's taken a lot of awareness to recognize I had that pattern and also then to find ways to get past that. And one of the ways to get past that is to ask yourself the question of, do I need help? What help do I need? And who do I think could help me with this? And sometimes when we're going through change, getting the help that we need can help us navigate that so much better because when we're trying to do it all on our own, we're relying on our own resources and we're relying on our own knowledge, our own perspective and our own insight. And as wonderful as all those things are, we live in a world where support and help is massively beneficial. And so cutting ourselves off from the people who can support us, the people who can guide us, the people who can help us may make that change more painful than it needs to be. And so recognizing when we need help and getting the help that we need is a, is a game changer, I think, when navigating change or basically any challenge. And then last but not least, do what makes the most sense to you at that time. And a little caveat here, recognizing that that could change at any time as well. And so all we can do is the, is the next step that makes the most sense based on where we've been and where it looks like we want to get to next. And so with that in mind, we don't need to look 15, 20 steps down the road. We don't need to try and figure out what we're going to do in the next two years in light of this change. We just need to figure out what we're going to do next in light of what's just been dropped on us, whatever that is. And if we navigate and negotiate in that way, we're not projecting too far into the future that we scare ourselves or we overwhelm ourselves. And at the same time, we're not we're not in that place where we're just you know, we're so overwhelmed by the change itself that we get stuck there either. We're looking to the next step. We're looking to what makes sense now. What's the next step? What's the next step that's obvious for me to take in light of what's what's happened here? And so, and there's many others. There may be many other tips that you've got that work for you or have been shared with you. I just wanted to share a few here. But if you've got any that I've missed out that you think are massively crucial, please get in touch and let me know what they are. I'd love to hear them. And these are just there for you to take or not take. I was just sort of, you know, thinking about this idea of, you know, what have I done in the past that's helped me navigate change? And these are the things that have helped me a lot. Honoring my feelings, rolling with the change, doing what makes the most sense to me and getting the help I need when I need it. And that help could be practical help. That help could be emotional help in terms of support in terms of a sounding board, somebody to go, look, this has come up and, and you know, I'm very lucky, I'm very blessed I have my wife there. Um, but there might be other things where, you know, you go to somebody else because they have the unique perspective that you need. So those things have helped me and I hope they help you too. If this episode has been beneficial to you, then feel free to subscribe to the show where we do more episodes like this on a regular basis. Also share this with a loved one who you feel may benefit from the ideas that we shared here and don't forget to leave us a review if you've enjoyed the show i'm going to leave you to the rest of your day and whatever you're doing i hope it is blessed and i hope you'll join me for the final part of this series on change which i'm going to be talking about on there you know some questions and reflection in you know around this subject of change so i hope you join me for that be blessed be you and i'll see you on the next episode